Is that the same robe you got me? Kelly. Oh, Kelly. Oh my God. You're listening to the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. Hey, what is up, you guys? Welcome back to the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Cobb from season one and two of TLC's I Love a Mama's Boy, available on Discovery+. Plus. Thank you so much for joining me today. On my last episode, I mentioned that I would be bringing on some special guests, but there has been a change of plans, so that is going to be postponed for now. Super bummed, but that's okay. I will be bringing on more guests over time, and I know you guys loved the episode with my mom, so I will definitely be doing more of those. But before we begin with anything on this episode, I do just want to give a quick shout out to all of you guys who tune in and listen. It really has been so cool just to like get DMs from you asking about things I've talked about and or even just like words of motivation or like just kind things like I feel and just based on conversations I've had People have expressed like they never message like people with big followings. They feel like they're not going to get a response or that it's like intimidating. And I really hope I don't give off that vibe at all. Like I definitely want you to know my DMs are open. If I don't respond, it's nothing like against you. I probably just didn't see it because sometimes, sometimes I do take breaks from social media. And that said, Most of the time I will see the messages that come through and they just mean so much to me. And I'm not saying that in like a Miss America pageant kind of fake way. Like seriously, like I keep a very small circle of people I'm friends with. And when I get to connect with all of you guys, it just means like, means a lot. So wanted to throw that out there. Um, Also... If you guys have contributed to my Facebook group, that's cool. Um, If you're not in the group yet, you should definitely join. It's under uh, My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. And the group literally just started not too long ago. I don't have anything like crazy going on in it just yet. But I definitely plan to, you know, start utilizing the group more, uh, encouraging conversation with everybody. I did a thread like an intro thread where people shared pictures of their pets and like some like where they're from or something like that. And it was so cute and everybody's pets were adorable. Like cats, dogs. I think maybe somebody had a reptile, I'm not sure, but just adorable. You guys know this. I'm a huge dog lover. Uh literally cry just looking at Louie because he's so cute. Uh but if you aren't in the group, definitely join. I would love to have you. Uh do it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. But for real, the community that I'm creating with this podcast, I feel like it's different. Like it's different than my Instagram community. It's different than my TikTok community. Cause I feel like you guys, you guys hear it all. Like I, this is unfiltered. Um, obviously I have talking points and things that I choose to talk about in each episode, but I feel like you guys get to know me the best, which is very cool. And eventually I will record this uh, on video so you guys can see what I look like while I'm talking. 
Uh, I'll give you a little description. I'm wearing uh, some like pink pajama shorts with red hearts on them from my... Uh, I had a partnership with Adore Me a couple months ago, so I'm wearing those. And like a huge t-shirt, bun on my head. I'm looking like a train wreck, I'm not going to lie. But when I record videos, I will dress up for you guys, just for you. Uh, moral of the story, <laughs> the community I'm creating, guys, it does mean so much to me. And if no one has told you yet today, you are amazing, you are appreciated, at least by me, and I'm sure by many others. And I just love you guys all so much. Okay, with all that said, let's get started with this week's highlights and lowlights. Highlights and lowlights. These past couple of weeks have been insane. I say that all the time, but they have been. So highlight number one for me, I took a trip to Chicago. If you keep up with me on social media, Instagram at Kimberly Cobb and TikTok at Kimberly Cobb underscore. Still very annoyed that I didn't get the same username. Uh, but if you haven't following me along, you know that I went to Chicago. I went for an influencer event and it was incredible. It was my first time in Chicago. First impressions, um, way bigger city than I expected. I don't, I think, it's weird because to me, Austin feels like a big city, but then you go to a city like Chicago and you're like, dang, like Austin is tiny. Like it really is compared to that. You can get anywhere in Austin. Every, everything's like 20, 25 minutes at most apart from each other. And that's like North Austin all the way to South Austin. And okay, maybe with traffic, that's a little longer, but for the most part, you can get anywhere that you need to go within 20 minutes. Chicago, I'm like, oh my gosh, everything is so far away from each other. And that's not a bad thing. Like, there is just so much to do. I was only in the city for a few days. And I like, I feel like I didn't even, like, I didn't do anything when I was there. I'm like, what did I do with my time? I didn't get to go see the bean which I'm really sad about because I really wanted to see the bean and be a tourist gal. Uh, but I did get to meet a lot of incredible women at this influencer event. So if you guys are on TikTok, uh, you may or may not know Kate Steinberg. So she does a bunch of like millennial humor TikTok. Look her up. You will know exactly who I'm talking about if she's come up on your For You page before. But she is hilarious. This girl has a huge Instagram or Instagram too, TikTok following. And she's the kindest, sweetest thing ever. She showed up to the event wearing like a cotton jumpsuit and sneakers and was just so comfy and cute. And I wish I had more time to talk to her, but she just seems like such a sweet girl. And like the reality of how many people watch her content, I feel like hasn't gotten to her head. And I feel like you can't really say that for a lot of influencers these days. So Kate was super sweet. I won't go through the whole list of everybody I met, but she definitely stuck out to me. So kind, so sweet. And then I also got the opportunity to hang out with uh, Anna Redman. She is from The Bachelor. Which season was she on? Let me look it up. Anna Redman. Um, so she came to the event too, and she was so sweet. 
And, okay, it looks like she was on Matt James' Bachelor season. That's right. And then once she was eliminated, she joined Bachelor in Paradise's seventh season. Yes, that's so true. Oh, my gosh. I literally Googled it right now. So she was really kind. Again, didn't get to chat with her too much. This is like a networking event, so you're always hopping around and starting new conversations with girls. But we did a few TikToks together and uh, chatted, and she's super sweet. You know what's funny, though? Because I've been following her on TikTok for a while, I thought she was going to be like 5'7", 5'8", 5'9", maybe. She gives off major tall girl energy in the best way possible. This girl is like five feet tall in heel, like and she had heels on, so maybe she was like five three. But I'm like, oh my gosh, she's a tiny little thing, and I was so shocked. Um, but they're both great girls. All the girls who came to the event were awesome. I also met um, a celebrity makeup artist, makeup by Anetta. Big personality, pint-sized little body, very talented makeup artist. So all around, the event was so fun. As for my time in Chicago, it was very cold, uh, did a lot of walking, ate a lot of delicious food, and I can't wait to go back. Like, seriously, like, I'm like, I need to go when it's like not for something work-related. Like, I just want to go and party and have a fun time. It was just, it was awesome. Uh, the next highlight for me in the past two weeks, actually starting today, I started working out again and I've been on like my hot girl walks. Like I always go on walks. I'm a huge walking gal, but I've definitely fallen off the wagon when it comes to actually working out. And of course I've mentioned on the podcast too, like I've done yoga. I've kind of fallen out of that a little bit, but I'm going to start doing it more again because I actually moved close by to the yoga studio I go to. And so but as for like high intensity working out, like doing squats, lifting weights, those kinds of things, I haven't been doing that. And I think not doing that has definitely taken a toll on my mental health. On my last episode, I talked to you guys about my anxiety attacks coming back and just being like panicky and stressed. And I know for a fact that exercising can help with that. And so before I, you know, turn to medication or before these panic attacks start to increase and get worse, I'm trying to take control, um, starting with my physical health. And I think that it's going to be a huge help. So we'll keep you guys updated. I used to do the Kayla it scenes app. If you know what I'm talking about, it's like the beach body guide. I did that before I started my last relationship and I was the healthiest and most fit I think I've ever been in my entire life. Um, and then I started dating somebody and just like gained like relationship weight, which is fine. Like I feel confident in my skin now. I always have, but in regards to like, just speaking facts, like in regards to like my weight and my fitness level, yeah, it definitely decreased when I got into a long-term relationship that I was extremely unhappy in. So right now, I'm not so much focused on losing weight. I'm definitely focused on like my mental health, you know, getting my panic attacks under control. And I think 
having a um, schedule is like really good for my personality type too. So I have been waking up at 8 a.m. every morning, which probably sounds like late to some people, but your girl likes to sleep in. And I think it's better for me to wake up early. So I've been waking up, going to the gym, taking Louie for a walk, and then taking a shower, and then working. So that's my new routine. I just feel good. And I think that's a highlight for me. I feel that might not be a highlight for most people, you know, forcing yourself to wake up. But I already feel a shift in my body. Because I started the routine at the beginning of this week, you know, the waking up early. And... And going to the gym. And I just started doing my workout app. Kayla, it seems today. But this morning, my body woke myself up at 6.30. And I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh, honey. <laughs> we ain't there yet. So forced myself to go back to bed. But it was interesting that my body naturally was like, all right, you're rested. Time to get up. My mind said otherwise. So I forced myself to go back to bed. But definitely a highlight for me getting back into the groove of things. And I think just too, like, it's just going to give me more confidence, just feeling good about myself, whether or not I lose the weight. It's like, I feel good. And I think that's what's the most important. On to my low lights. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Throwback. Remember sushi guy? Yes. We're all nodding. Yes. Okay. Setting the scene, if you don't remember, I went on a few dates with this guy. It was great. Um, you know, it's fine. He asked me out on a third date and something like in my, I don't know. I just like, I wasn't really super connecting with him, but I was like, it was weird. I'm like, looking back at it now, I'm thinking, was I like getting scared because I'm like getting back into dating again? Was I like trying to find all these things to nitpick about him and like that's why I was like second guessing a third date or did I really just not feel like that attraction to him good looking guy like don't get me wrong like <laughs> very tall very cute funny beautiful eyes like great guy so I'm still like I, I don't know it just was weird so we didn't end up going on a third date and my sister told me, she's like, I bet you anything, he is going to text you a month from today. Okay, so this is, you know, this was back in March. And I was like, haha, yeah, whatever. And she's like, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. I bet he will. So I, I was like, all right, fine. I will put it in my calendar. Sushi guy will text me on this day. And I literally put it in my calendar. Okay. A month goes by, I don't get a text. I'm like, whatever. That's f What if he would have? That would have been so funny. Two days later, <laughs> two days later, you guys, after I put the note in my calendar, he texts me out of the blue. Hey, exclamation point. Oh, my God. I was like, are you serious? Like, you know, they always come crawling back. You know, they do. Uh, not always, but most of the time they do. And so he texted me, texted me. We talked back and forth for a little bit. Um, I don't know. I'm still like on the fence about it. I haven't texted him back 
from his last text message to me. Uh, but great guy. Like, if it works out, it does. If not, that's okay. Um, we'll see. I have too much shit going on in my life right now. I'm like, do I even have time for dating? Like, yes and no. I need to prioritize it for sure. But I wouldn't say, okay, so I'm, I'm saying it's a low light. I think it's a low light for me because this whole situation with him kind of has caused me to do some self-reflection on like, I don't know, just like how I feel about dating and my comfort level. And I don't know, it's kind of like an, a weird situation because I've mentioned this before. I have a lot of healing to do. I have been through it and I have not been in good relationships in the past. And it's going to take a lot for me to trust somebody and really become vulnerable and open myself up to a new relationship. So that is low light number one. And then the second one, um, for the guys listening, I'm sorry. I just have to be candid, but I just finished the worst period of my life. I, it was bad. Like I'm still like cramping and gross and like, I'm, I'm wrapped up. I'm ready. I'll get the bill. I'm done. But no, I'm still cramping. Not sure why. Uh, but it's just like, oh, the cramps, the migraines, like my, I was in so much pain from my cramps. I'm literally sobbing, crying. Like that's how bad it hurt. The one highlight here is I kind of had a feeling like my, my periods have just been pretty bad lately. So I had a feeling I was like, I just need to order a heat pad. Funny side story. When I first moved into my new apartment, I had this heat wrap thing. You know, the ones that have like the beans in them that you can heat up in your microwave. And so I put it in my microwave and my apart, my new apartment, it's nice. The, the appliances are all up to date. I'm like so proud of myself. But this microwave, holy cow, it is strong. Like I put my heat pad in. Usually I'll put it in for three minutes. I'm not sure if I've told this story already. So hopefully I'm not repeating myself. But I put the heat pad in for three minutes just as I normally did in the past at my old place. The heat pad literally catches on fire. <laughs> I'm not kidding. So I open up my microwave and I see like smoke coming out of this heat pad. And I'm like, holy shit, I don't know how to use a fire extinguisher. What do I do? So like I grab it really quick. I throw it in the sink and I just start soaking it with water. I'm like, I don't know. And there's smoke. Thank God nothing ended up happening. The smoke cooled down. Uh, needless to say, my heat pad was destroyed, which is fine. I would rather that be destroyed than my whole apartment. So I ordered a new heat pad and it is so cute. It's in the shape of a sea lion and Louie looks like a little seal pup to me. And so it's a little sea lion and it has little whiskers and you just put it in. I put it in the microwave for a minute and it's good to go. So highlight there, <laughs> but how embarrassing. I mean, literally like it was like my first week living in my new place and I almost burned the whole place down. <sighs> Just another day in the life. <laughs> okay. Let's move on to pop culture and current faves. Oh my God. 
I love your skirt. Where did you get it? She thinks, just got it. I see it, I like it, I want it, I got it. Starting off with pop culture, I have been on a Netflix binge. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. I've been binging a lot of Netflix lately. So I finished watching two Netflix shows. I finished watching The Ultimatum. So let's talk about that for a hot sec. Um, the concept of the show is so interesting. And it's interesting even more so for me because I have been on reality TV. And like I know some of the things that seem like staged or planned. And I know some of the stuff that's like real and authentic. And so it's interesting too for me to think about how how much my... Like what if I was on that show? I feel like that could have been a real test to one of my past relationships and it probably would have saved me a lot of heartbreak and yeah, but it's cool watching these couples. So let's talk about a few April and Jake. So I will say that one of my favorite girls, which this is probably a controversial opinion. I loved April. If you haven't watched the show yet, she is this like, she calls herself a firecracker Filipino and it is so cute. She has like this incredible personality. It's like incredible to me. Like it's so like outrageous and loud. She's very emotional. Like I'm like, are you a Pisces girl? Because you and I cry a lot and I feel like, I feel like she's a water sign, but she is very emotional. She's very vocal about what she wants. I do think at times during the season, she might white lie a little bit to get things that she wants. I won't ruin the show in case that nobody, in case one of you guys haven't seen it, but all around, I think she's great. I think she is beautiful and it looks like she's thriving now. If you creep on her Instagram, she, oh, I can't ruin it. Okay. She's doing great. She's doing really good. I also really loved Shanique. So Shanique was dating Randall and again, I don't want to ruin anything, but she also has like a lot. She, first of all, stunning, stunning woman, but she is very confident. And I think that is like what I like the most about her is yes, she's, she's vocal about what she wants, but she handles herself in a very mature and classy way. And that's something that I try to do as well. I know that during my show, for example, like I tended to, maybe it looked like I bit my tongue a lot or I didn't stand up for myself, but it's more so like having that composure and poise because when you're put through shit, like it can be easy to crack. And I'm even myself and like look back and I'm like, how did I not crack under some of the stuff that was said to me? But I think Shanique is the same way. She she definitely speaks up more though than, than I ever did. I, it's not a direct comparison, that's for sure. But my main takeaway was that she's very like poised under pressure and she knows what she wants and she's very confident. Least favorites, um, Madeline. Madeline was the one who was with Colby. I tried to like her. For some reason, she reminds me of somebody in my own life, and I think that probably skews my opinion of her, but I feel like she just threw a lot of pity parties throughout the season, 
And then you kind of see them fighting at points. And you see her nasty, you know, bitchy sorority girl kind of thing come out. And I didn't like that because I think that showed her true colors more than anything. So not my favorite. I won't ruin it, but on the reunion, the very last episode, she comes out. I liked her at the reunion. So during the show, didn't like her. The reunion episode, I think she's calmed down a little bit. And I liked her on that that episode. So that is Madeline. My last it's interesting now that i'm looking at my notes i only went through the through the girls but i wasn't really a fan of any of the guys to be honest so they all kind of sucked in my opinion randall was like fine but i don't know not a fan of any of them my only other least favorite which is probably also going to be controversial is ray i really wanted to like ray also because she's adorable she's soft-spoken she seems respectful, but I think she's another person where behind the scenes, you see another side of her really come out. And that side you see come out on the uh, reunion episode. Again, <laughs> I won't say too much, but I feel like she's kind of like, she has two sides to her, that's for sure. She also was live on TikTok the other day, and I watched that for a little bit, and that kind of like confirmed my... I feel like her, she's kind of boring and like, I don't know. I don't like shit talking girls. Cause like I know how reality TV can change certain things and make you look a certain way and not, it's not all the truth. So benefit of the doubt, I'm sure her and Madeline are both awesome girls, but how they were depicted on the show, I wasn't necessarily a fan of. As for my current faves, let's shift on into that. Wait, backtrack. The other show I watched, I won't talk about this too much, but Selling Sunset, I binge watched the whole new season in literally two days. So good. I think like, especially comparing it to season one, they've definitely, you know, amped up the dramatics and it definitely seems more scripted than the other shows used to be. Like there's a lot of dramatic, like girls looking off into the distance and like, it's just so planned, but I love that shit, so I'm here for it. I love the fashion on the show. I love the drama. Uh, it's just good, and they show a lot of Emma this season, so we get to know her a lot more, and she's just really cute. I didn't really care for her too much in season three because we didn't really get to know her, but now we're starting to learn more about her and her dating life and the guy she is dating, Chef's Kiss, beautiful, so... Love it. If you have not yet watched The Ultimatum or Selling Sunset, I recommend watching. They're such good shows. Very, very binge-worthy, too. And then we can have a debate in my Facebook group whether or not you are Team Christine from Selling Sunset. Are we Team Christine? Are we not Team Christine? I'm still deciding. Uh, okay, now on to current faves. So I have a few all run through them hot girl walks of course you guys know i love me a hot girl walk what is a hot girl walk it is you yourself a hot girl doesn't matter who you are how old you are uh anything you are a hot girl and you're going on a walk and i've been doing that every day and it's so nice just to get some fresh air 
especially right in the morning. I will take Louie out for a nice long walk and listen to a podcast. No, not my own, but you can listen to mine. You should. Uh, but it's just nice to like get that fresh morning air, walk Louie out before it gets too hot and just zone out and like really reset myself for the day. Another favorite of mine. So I, when I lived up in North Austin, so now I moved to downtown and when I was living up in North Austin, I always did my grocery shopping at HEB. I still love HEB so much, but there's not one that's super close to me, which is really sad. So um, I'm now shopping at Trader Joe's. I'm a Trader Joe's hoe. And one, the prices, they're pretty good at Trader Joe's. You can't beat them. Number two, I can't cook to save my life. And their pre-made food dishes are really good. Um, if I want something a little fresher that's not frozen, I'll go to Whole Foods. But Trader Joe's is right next to me. Regard In regards to desserts, you guys know I have a huge sweet tooth. And... I love cookies. Cookies are bomb. And Trader Joe's has these. They're basically their version of circus animal cookies, which were my favorite cookies growing up. So they're just called Trader Joe's Pink and Whites. So good. If you haven't had them, go pick up a box. I'm not going to lie. Yes, I've been working out. But yes, I've also eaten a whole box of Pink and Whites this week already. So... It is what it is. It's called balance, right, guys? Uh, the last favorite of mine, I've talked about this before, is, well, first of all, the brand is Dibs Beauty, uh, D-I-B-S, Beauty. It stands for Desert Island Beauty Status. How cute is that? And I recently got their status stick in the shade Unbothered Bronze. Okay. So this is like a cream stick and you rub it like you stripe your arms, you stripe your legs, like literally just like from one end of your leg to your foot, boom, stripe it. And I'll get like my tanning mitt glove and I will put a little bit of lotion on my legs and after I put, you know, the bronzer stick on and then I'll rub my moisturizer in with the bronzing stick. It perfectly covers your whole leg your arms, your chest, whatever you want to put it on, you can. I even put it on my midriff a little bit if I'm wearing a crop top. And, oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. It literally makes you tan in like 10 seconds. I love it. Not sponsored, but I do have a promo code. So if you guys want to try any of the products, I've been posting them a lot because I'm literally obsessed. So if you want to use my discount code, my personal discount code just for you guys, it's Kimberly Cobb 15. So that's K-I-M-B-E-R-L-Y-C-O-B-B-1-5 and you'll get 15% off the entire site. That is a really good discount. Like get, get it. If you hate it, return it. If you love it, let me know. Like either way, let me know. Go on the Facebook group. Let me know. I'm so interested and I want to see your before and afters. Like whenever I put the product on, my friends are like, what is that? Let me use that. You look like a Greek goddess. And I say, oh, thank you. Oh my God. But seriously, it's amazing. Okay. 
Now that brings us to the main portion of this podcast episode, which is drumroll spring cleaning. Okay, I this topic might not sound that exciting. It is very exciting, guys. I have always and will always love spring cleaning. I think one, it's just like important. Like it's good to go through all your stuff, get rid of that negative energy, get rid of things that you don't need anymore. Um, it clears up your space. It makes you just feel refreshed and rejuvenated. I usually spring clean multiple times a year. It's just especially fun during the spring. I think that's like when I go like the most crazy, you know, it's just getting rid of like everything. So I feel like there are multiple ways to spring clean. It's not just, you know, throwing away trash and random things. There's also like a mental aspect to spring cleaning. So first we will start with the physical. Kind of like my approach to spring cleaning is I'll usually I'll start I'll start in my bedroom and I'll say I need to go through my clothes and donate the clothes I don't wear. If there are clothing items Honestly, I don't really shop too much. Like, that's why it's kind of hard for me to do clothing, TikTok, like haul, shopping hauls and stuff because I don't do too much shopping. But when I do, I usually do filter out my clothes as I put new things into my closet. Also, I just don't have a lot of hangers and I'm kind of cheap, so I don't want to buy a bunch of new hangers. <laughs> um, but in regards to spring cleaning, Starting off with your closet, that's like the best place to start. If you haven't worn something in the past, I mean, it's up to you. I usually do the last three to six months. If you haven't worn it, if it doesn't, you know, spark joy, like Marie Kondo would say, put it in a pile and then just, you know, let that pile grow. You can go through it one more time at the very end. But if you really aren't going to be wearing these items, there's no purpose in holding on to them. And somebody else might really love that item and wear it every single day. So definitely encourage starting out there, donating all the goods that you aren't using. After your closet's done, you know, just work your way out from there. You're going to be bagging up things that are trash. Like, I don't know, like you can physically clean out your closet too. Like I know for me, I just have like random boxes of things and so... I guess my biggest piece of advice is like, give yourself a day, put on some scrappy clothes, put your hair up in a bun blast some music and just start going. So I recently did that with my clothes. And so that felt really good. Next, I want to move on to my living room and kitchen. So I need to just deep clean my refrigerator. Uh, Also the bathroom, like cleaning off all my makeup brushes, all these little things that you probably don't necessarily think about all the time, just do it. Like dedicate that time to do it. And it feels good too, just to like zone out and get everything done. It's like a very productive sort of spring cleaning. Uh, so what else is on my to-do list? Yeah, I still need to clean my fridge. I need to clean my makeup brushes and I need guys, please don't judge me. I don't have like a duster, a duster device thing. So I need to get one of those. Um, Just like as I'm living in my new space, I'm realizing certain things I need and things, certain things I don't have and things that I need. So as I'm donating things, I'll be bringing new things in too. So 
<laughs> side note i only have one pan <laughs> like one like uh what's the word like a pan frying pan i only have one so i need to get another one because i went to go make breakfast and i was like trying to cook my fry up my potatoes and cook my eggs and i had to wait for each one to be done so side note but that is my spring spring cleaning plan for now donating all my clothes makeup cleaning my makeup brushes cleaning my fridge vacuuming dusting just getting all that like physical stuff done also i'm looking at you louie and you are getting a bath that's for sure uh in regards to like the mental spring cleaning i think this is like the most interesting to me because when you think spring cleaning you don't really think about the things that are going on in your mind that can be cleaned cleaned out so starting from the top the first thing i think of in regards to like mental spring cleaning are is starting out with your phone we are all on our phones all the time and over time that can just really the things on our phone can really just build up if you are anything like me you tend to download a lot of apps and over time these apps just build up they take up storage in your phone and then you're scrolling through all these things trying to find what you really need and i don't know i guess i just realized like why do i still have that app so just dedicating like 30 minutes to go through your phone delete all the apps you don't use like i have apps like from like my old city i used to live in and like dating apps like i'm not using i'm still using some but you know what i mean so definitely starting out with the apps that will free up your storage on your phone it'll make your phone like less cluttered and just make you feel good the next one i'm going to mention is probably a big daddy to take on but i think that it can be a huge help cleaning out your text messages i'm one of those people who i I read every text message, so I don't have like 600 unread text messages or anything like that, but I keep a lot of text messages and I'm not sure why. I think I just give sentimental value to some messages too, and I am speaking about no ex-boyfriend right now, but I just hold sentimental value onto like text with like friends and group text messages and things like that. And so... I don't necessarily delete all those. Like I still have text messages from my best friend from literally like 2016 or something like that. Cause we have all of our pictures in there and like inside jokes. I just have such a hard time getting rid of those. So I'm not saying to delete those kinds of things, but if you have like random text messages, like your Walgreens order is ready for pickup and your bills about needs to get paid or just like, or random group messages that have died out, delete those out, save them in your phone, maybe go through your text messages and pin certain conversations to the top. Just really like organize those and it makes such a big difference. And if you are one of those people who has 600 unread text messages, come on, get your life together. Come on, read them. These people want to talk to you. Uh, but it probably would be a big commitment to read all those. So I don't blame you there. 
The third item on my list, similar to text messages, are emails. Emails, I feel I am in a very small population of people who has a very clean inbox and I read every single email I get. I delete out all my spam. I delete, like, I just go through every single thing. So that's not something I necessarily need to keep up on. I do like, or I organize all my emails into folders, so I could tidy up that. But it's something that my friends and I have talked about. They tend to not read their message, their emails, and things get lost. It gets kind of chaotic. So they have said that cleaning out their inboxes have definitely helped their mental mindset and it's something that they're doing for their spring cleaning as well. My last two ways to spring clean for spring, spring clean, no spring clean for your mental health. Number one, this is in regards to social media, muting people and or adding people to your favorites. So if you don't know, you have the capability, you can on an Instagram post, you can click the person, like I think the, the three dots or something next to their picture, and you can choose to mute a profile. What that means is you, you're not unfollowing them, but their posts and stories will no longer appear on your timeline. Why is this helpful? Some people, myself included, compare themselves to others sometimes. That's just human nature. And let's say I'm having really a really bad body image week and I follow Kylie Jenner on Instagram and seeing her post and how perfect her body is, is making me feel bad about myself. I might mute her profile. I don't want to unfollow her because I still like seeing the things that she posts. But for now and for my mental health, it's best for me to not follow her for that week, something like that. So if you want to do that as well, go through your timeline and just mute people that aren't really bringing a positivity to your mindset do that another option for you instead if there are too many people uh, doing that for you you can create a favorites list if you've gotten that update look on the top left hand corner of your instagram feed like the very very top you'll see your messages on the right hand side and then the instagram title on the top but on the top left, you'll now see a drop down box where it says following and favorites. You can go through certain people's profiles and I think it's like the three dots on their profile or something. You can add them to your favorites list. What that means is that you can log into your Instagram app. If you click that drop down box and go to your and click favorites, now your whole timeline will only be people that you have favorited. So maybe you're going to add people who are really positive on your Instagram to that feed, people who inspire you, people who make you feel good about yourself. Uh, Me, for example, you can add me to your timeline and my podcast Instagram, which is at my lips aren't sealed podcast. Uh, But add those people who really add value to your life and instead focus on that feed rather than the feed that has everybody else in it. Just some tips there. My final tip for spring cleaning for your mental health is deleting phone numbers. Oh, a heart. My heart is breaking saying that out loud because it's hard. And you never know when somebody's going to come back into your life. I'm a firm believer in that. 
People always end up crossing paths again eventually. That said, if there are certain people that you don't want to cross paths with or you are done and you don't want to open up that line of communication with them, delete those numbers. It's not worth it. You know, what's the point of having them in your contact list if they're not somebody that you want to contact or you want to, you want to be contacted by? If this is like an ex-boyfriend that you're dealing with and like you're like, should I not text him? Change You can change his name to do not text. You know, that's the oldest trick in the book, but that helps too if you're not, you know, open to deleting just yet. Oh, okay. I just remembered one, one, one bonus spring cleaning for your mental health. Journaling and meditating. I... I am a sensitive gal. I've said that before. I said it, I say it all the time. Journaling helps me get all my feelings on a paper. It gets all my thoughts out of my head and just gets all my thoughts organized as well. As for meditation, I think that's a good way just to spring clean your mind. Really like find your happy place. You can literally sit in your living room, play some nice music or use like the... Um, headspace app or calm those kinds of things and just find your zen even if it's for three minutes or five minutes it helps me a lot so as i full circle as i'm starting to work out more and just focus on my mental health i definitely will start incorporating meditation back into my routine because i think that helps me so much just really get recentered. and that sounds very cheesy when I say it, but it's true. It really does help. So that just about wraps up this episode of My Lips Aren't Sealed. I'm not quite sure what I have lined up yet for next week's episode. I have a few ideas in mind, but I will keep it a surprise for now. If you had any questions about the things I talked about during the episode, DM me on Instagram at Kimberly Cobb, C-O-B-B. I will be sharing new podcast episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. If you've enjoyed listening, please make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button and rate your girl five stars, okay? Please. I would love that very much. Thank you. Uh, Also, shameless plug, at my lips aren't sealed podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Go follow it. And last reminder, you can join my Facebook group as well. The more the merrier. There's over a hundred of us right now and it's so cool. I love it. So thanks so much for tuning in this week and we will chat more next week.